When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. You know, I'm still um, experiencing a high from that show that Bill O'Reilly put on. He's kind enough to join me to come. Ask me to join him, I should say. New York State of Mind last Friday, Huntington. Beautiful Paramount Theater. Doyle Brothers did a great job. Folks, he was the best, so still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights on WABC Radio or his own amazing website, great interviews and columns and TV show, BillOReilly.com. Nobody does it better. The Killing Series is Killing It, Killing the Witches, the latest in that amazing uh, round of books. So here he is, folks, my favorite, and the guy who gets the biggest ratings of any segment on WABC, Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. You know, I got uh, seven minutes of the show posted on BillOReilly.com. Oh, you do? Yeah, I'm not going to do any more than that um, because it's not fair to the people who came, um, you know, spent money to see us. But the reaction I'm getting, everybody says the same thing. We didn't know Rosenberg was that tan. (laughs) I said, yeah, you got to see it in person. He makes... George Hamilton looked like Dracula. I mean, his guy is not the tan. You know, I'd be in a coffin if I uh, would do what you do, because I have that Irish skin, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's horrifying. The sun just laughs at me and mocks me. And it's funny, because you spend so much time on the beach in Montauk over the summer. So not, much time. Not only that, but when I was a kid, an urchin, I was a lifeguard for the town of Babylon and wow. a water safety instructor. And back then... Uh, there wasn't any sunblock. In fact, the idiots had aluminum foil to reflect the sun onto their face. I did that. Yeah, I did you that. Know, you yeah. did, of course. You did. <laughs> yeah, I had but, one of those, yeah, the visor things. I mean, it was insane. But now, I mean, uh, every uh, three weeks I have to go to the dermatologist yeah, and get a yeah. toe cut off or something. Oh, no, I know. It's it's, I know. And plus, didn't you also, you lived in Miami for a while, very hot down there. I lived in Miami for two years uh, and, and, you know, was out all the time, and that didn't help either. No, I know. Um, but, you know, look, different people can can absorb different things. But, um, we got really positive reaction, which is important to me and you, I know, because if folks come out and they see you and they spend money to uh, spend some time with you, you want them to have a good experience. And I think across the board that happened. And if you want to check it out, BillOReilly.com is a place to do it. Oh, I know it uh, went well because there is a clamoring, there is a clamoring for you and I to do it again. Yeah, well, we're looking at a, a few things, and yeah. uh, hopefully that will uh, come to fruition. Cool. So this morning, you're, uh, you're, every morning I listen, just so you know, I read your morning column. I listen very intently at 725 to 730 on this show to your morning message. And I loved your message this morning. You were talking about Trump, and basically that there's about five competitors left. And you mentioned uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek, yep. Tim Scott, and fat, stupid Chris Christie. 
And, uh, and then, Your words. I don't think I intend. No, you, put that in the I'm that sorry. Stupid Chris Christie. Yeah, I actually added that myself. But but then you went on to um, kind of tell the reason why with each one, even Nikki, who gave some credit to, why with each one they don't stand the chance and yes. that Donald Trump is going to win, right? It's very important that people know uh, how the system works. And, and so I wrote the message on BillOReilly.com, and anybody can read that. You don't have to be a premium member or anything like that. And I basically said, look, if the uh, primaries are held tomorrow and they're two months away, can you believe they're two months away? Right here. Um, it's just really steaming up. That Trump would just walk away with it. I mean, there's no competition. It's not because the competitors are so bad, although – I agree with you about Chris Christie. The only thing he's got is I hate Trump more than anyone, so vote for me. I don't know if that's enough, Governor. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, so uh, they're not uh, bad people, and they're not uh, people who are incompetent. I mean, DeSantis runs the state of Florida very well, but he's boring. He's Millard Fillmore. Okay? Remember Millard? He, nobody remembers him. He was president. All right. And he was boring. Very, very boring. And DeSantis, I, I don't know why he doesn't have a media coach or and he doesn't really understand the dynamic of what you have to do to get people engaged and interested in you, which is absolutely imperative to be the president of the United States. And Trump is a genius at that. Unfortunately, Trump does it both ways. So while he's got a very strong MAGA support, he's also got people who wouldn't vote for him if Joseph Stalin were running against him. That's true. You know, and so, you know, that's a works for and against him. But with all the Republicans, it's almost impossible to dent the MAGA shield because of all of these prosecutions against Trump, which – the Republican base feels, and I agree, are mostly BS, corrupt, and designed to shut him up. And so they'll say, well, I don't really like Trump all that much, but I'm not going to let these guys win. So the more they go after Trump, the stronger he gets. There's nobody can come up against that. Now, if I were Trump, I'd put Haley on the number two. Um, I don't particularly like the governor. I know her a little bit. I think she's imperious, word of the day, which means she uh, kind of has an exalted opinion of herself. Very similar to Hillary Clinton in that in that personality trait. I mean, she's kind of, well, I'm really above everything. Uh, I don't really like that in a politician. I, I want somebody down with the folks. Nikki Haley is not down with the folks. And while she's very smart and knows the world, she hasn't caught traction because the folks kind of sense that. Um, and Trump is down with the folks. I oh, mean, yeah. I, it's just, you know, if I uh, were Melania, I'd slip a little uh, a little sleeping potion into his, <laughs> into his Diet Coke, you know, just so he couldn't tweet during the night, you know, right. just knock him out for eight hours. <laughs> the guy's up at four in the morning, and you know there's nobody else up at that at that time. He's running around the White House. He's full of ghosts. He's talking to Teddy Roosevelt or whatever he's doing, and he's just getting teed off and teed off and teed off. You know, because he puts on cable news, which drive anybody insane, um, and then he starts with the tweeting. 
But uh, anyway, the um, there's no competition, and there will not be any competition. No. I mean, this this debate next Wednesday. Does anybody care about the debate? I, I didn't even know there was another debate. And I have to tell you that I've been saying this for the better part of six months. Not that I'm Nostradamus. I'm not even the smartest guy in the room. But I came to the crashing conclusion a long time ago, not two months before, seven months before. It was over. I mean, Ron DeSantis was the one person, the one person that you thought had a shot. And by the time he jumped into the race, Donald Trump beat him up so badly, it was like a a fight, a boxing fight, where the guy is TKO'd in the first round. And once he's gone, it's over. It's done. Well, as I said, I don't know DeSantis. I've never spoken to him. He's not particularly interested in what I have to offer, which doesn't bother me at all. I mean, um, you know, you mentioned Nostradamus. We we left him a VIP ticket at Huntington uh, just so he can get ahead of the curve here. But, you know, DeSantis, when he goes on TV – does anybody go, ooh, i got to hear what Ron no. DeSantis – does anybody do that? No. 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 So you've got to – you really have to combine what they call theater arts to your presentation. That's why you and I are successful because not only um, are we in per- – I'm a boring guy. You're not. But I and in person, I mean, you would just say, i got to get out of here with this O'Reilly guy. He doesn't drink. No, 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 do no, 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 no. I've been to Nick Games with you, Met Games, had dinners at Peter Luger. You're very engaging. Well, very. I mean, yeah, but generally speaking, I don't confide in a lot of people. I'm anyway, But you've got to have an element of showbiz now in America. You just have to. Um, and and he has none of that, DeSantis. No, none. You're right. And and you yeah. can get trained to do it. There are people who can come in and say, hey, you know, wave your arm here or uh, say, put it this way and mm-hmm. get a little mm-hmm. passionate about it. Yeah. But when I see him on TV and the, and the interviewers, he's, all they say with Ron DeSantis is, you can't beat Trump. You know you can't. You're not doing well. <laughs> right, you, you know, right. You're stupid. You yeah. can't. I mean, and he's sitting there. I wouldn't take that for a second. I go, how right. do you know, you pinhead? You know, go right back at him. Don't, you know, liven it up here, Ron. There are people like my wife who says, quote, you can't teach what he needs. So who knows? Um, the fact is it's over. That's a fact. It's not an opinion. It's over. Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. Let's get to Biden now. So Biden uh, goes out there, and, and everybody's saying the same thing. You know I'm angry. You know already, Bill, I've told you a couple times, this support from Biden for Israel, it is the most lackluster, tepid support I've ever seen because, again, I maintain his administration, even his days with Obama, are complicit because of their relationship with Iran. And now Biden continues day after day. He goes, well, I don't want a ceasefire, but I want to pause. Yeah. Well, listen up, stupid. A pause is a slower ceasefire. And I'm going to tell you this right now. There's not a million and one chance that Netanyahu is going to slow down even a little until he wipes every animal off the face of the earth. So if Joe Biden is so pro-Israel, what do you mean you want to pause? What is that? Okay. So uh, if you tune into WABC Radio tonight at 9 o'clock, I'm opening Common Sense with a very true thing about Joe Biden. And everybody should understand this. He doesn't care. A friend of mine, not close, friend, distant friend, uh, young daughter, mid-20s, died of fentanyl last week. Sorry. Okay? She had a daughter, three years old. Oh, God, sorry. Yeah, okay. For three years, 
Joe Biden has allowed record amounts of narcotics to flow into this country, killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. He has done not one thing to stem that flow or the flow of millions of migrants. In fact, he sends his minions out to say there's no problem at the border. It's secure. We've heard it a million times. He does not care how much fentanyl, how many young girls die, doesn't care. Done nothing, not engaged. Massive spending. Biggest spending president in the history of this country by far, including World War II expenditures. Okay? He's going to bankrupt the country. Every economist knows it. He doesn't care. Israel Hamas could not care less. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, and look, by the way, Israel did have a pause. They waited around two weeks, and some of that was gathering intelligence to find the hostages. I understand that, plus what's really going to be a brutal ground incursion. But some of that was they were paying heed to Biden's advice. So they did actually pause for this creep. Well, look, if you want to have a pause to remove American citizens or if Hamas agrees to release hostages, then I would do it. But you have to have that assurance first, right? You can't just pause and hope that Hamas will cooperate. If Hamas says, we'll get four days of humanitarian aid in there to treat our wounded, and in return, we'll release every hostage and let all the Americans come out, I'd do the pause, and so would you, right? 100%. Okay. That's what has to happen. You don't just say ceasefire, pause. The other side that started the war has to guarantee things before there's a pause. Which they'll never do, ever. But that's far too complicated for Joe Biden (laughs) to absorb. You see, people think that I'm exaggerating here. I'm not. He doesn't care, number one, about any of these issues because he could take action to mitigate. And number two, he can't grasp complicated situations. He just can't. He's not mentally up to it. And, you know, you you look at people and you tell them that, and if they're Democrats, they just won't accept it. They simply just won't accept it, no matter how many things you say. And I'll I'll say this once again. If you're president of the United States today, you sign an executive order saying you're going to pause all requests for asylum for a year. That stops it. And that anybody requesting asylum on our side of the border gets sent immediately back to Mexico. Every single person. That's how you stop it. And therefore, you, you'll cut it like Trump did in his last year to 400000 and less, less than that. That's not hard to do. Executive order does it. 
He doesn't care. And spending, you want to send all the money to Israel? All right, offset it by saying we're going to pause hiring these IRS agents, which are only being hired to terrorize small business owners and wage earners. They're not going to get the big guys. The big guy's got 50 lawyers. But he's not going to cut anything. Joe Biden has not cut one penny. As I said, the biggest spending president in history. He doesn't care. He'll be dead by the time the dollar collapses. And I don't say that with malice. It's not going to collapse overnight, but it will. You can't run a $35 trillion debt, which is what the country has. You've got to start to cut it. He won't. Am I being clear to everybody out there? I'll come to your house. All right. Send Sid your your address. I'll come to your house and make that presentation if you have it. people that are still supporting Biden. I wish you would, Dr. Bill. I mean, the, the, the unfortunate part is, is that the overwhelming majority of my audience agrees with you and I and knows that you're making all the sense of the world. I mean, I do believe that I've got a, a few, maybe a fair amount of independence. And if this word even exists, common sense Democrats out there, but you know, it's not like the folks that are running to NPR are coming over to me. And those folks maintain the same thought, which is Joe Biden is bad, but he'll never be as bad as Donald Trump. Therefore, he's not all that bad. But there are a lot of apathetic people listening to us right now. And I'm being brutally honest here. They may agree, but they're not proactive in the agreement. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay, so if everybody saw what was really happening, then the tide of public opinion, which has turned against Biden, his approval rating is below 40. 37%. 37%, Bill. Yeah. So, but there's still 37% that think he's doing a good job. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, you you just, uh, when I hear that, I just look at people going, do you not know anything? And the answer to that, unfortunately, is no, I don't know anything. Thank you very much. And I don't want to know anything. All I want to do is go on my cell phone and and drink uh, bourbon at night. That's all That's I want to do. Right. Watch the yep. Rangers and the Diamondbacks and hate Trump. That's it. Hate Trump is a sport in this country. Did anybody watch the World Series? I think I watched Nobody. five pitches. Nobody watched I, didn't, I didn't even watch five pitches, and I love baseball. It's my favorite sport. You and I go yeah, to Met games. Um, I don't I, care. I don't know. I didn't know any of these guys. No. Um, it looked like the Dominican Republic team <laughs> playing. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually <laughs> dubbed this World Series, and it's not their fault. It's because of Joe Biden. Here we go again. The border issue. Arizona and Texas, the cartel yeah. World Series. Well, look, I mean, I, I heard that 10,000 people uh, last night in the Diamondback Stadium applied for asylum. <laughs> there was a little concession stand right next to the hot dogs. Asylum here. You know, the guy was in there. Asylum here. Who wouldn't wants surprise asylum? me. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, of course, we know the last time Arizona was in the World Series was that epic defeat of the Yankees right after 9 11, 54 days. One of those games, and I ran into Francesca. And uh, the Mad Dog, right? Yeah, the Mad Dog. Yeah, and uh, I ran into them in uh, in Phoenix, and uh, the conversation was. I don't really remember, but I think I made fun of them, and they didn't like it. That's funny. Yeah, Dog is uh, back in Phoenix this weekend, of course, when John McCain was alive. I did pay more attention to Arizona sports. I am friendly with Carrie Lake now. But anyway, no one cared about that. But uh, this was another amazing segment. And give me uh, give me something good on BillOReilly.com. Killing the witches. What do we got going on here? 
You know, Killing the Witches is uh, doing so well. We're up about 200,000 copies in a little more than five weeks in the wow. marketplace. And uh, it's really worth it for people to uh, check that book out. If you read Killing the Witches and then read Killing England, which is the Revolutionary War and how we booted out that dopey king, um, you really will have a foundation of what this country is. And, and you will increase, and it's fun to read those books. So we got a lot of uh, stuff. We got a big Christmas store, Hanukkah store going on on BillOReilly.com. We'll save you a lot of money on, on gifts and things like that. And uh, it's always good to talk to you. I look forward to these Thursday chats with you, uh, Rosenberg. You know what I mean? I do, too. It's my highlight of the week. I'm being completely honest. My highlight of the week is Thursday with you. So thank you so much. I love you. We'll do it again soon. Thank you. All right, have a good weekend. My man, Bill O'Reilly, right there. The best, the best ever, and the best in the business today. BillOReilly.com. Check him out 9 p.m. weeknights right here on WABC. That's a great man.